All right. So episode one of The Last of Us on HBO just aired. Um, crazy beginning. I, I was, I mean, especially the first 30 minutes, I think, just really stuck with me. It's just uh, an awesome visual spectacle. What did you guys think of it? First thoughts? Yeah. The, the opening to the show definitely took a big page from the game. Um, I think, like, emotionally, it sets up the rest of the, what will end up being the whole season or series. I don't really know what they have planned for the whole show. I was kind of trying to think of, like, how many episodes or how many seasons. Because, um, I mean, it seems like they could probably fit the entire story into one season. But, yeah, definitely set the tone with uh, the prologue. Yeah, I think um, it did just a really good job of, like, setting the tension early. They had, like, you know, starting with the news clips about other countries and then slowly building and building and building to just this, like, crazy riot that happens in the city. And I think they did a really good job with that. Yeah, so one thing I wanted to definitely touch on was the very opening, very beginning scene with the, like, 1968 people talking about the virus because... I mean, that's not in the game at all, and I think it was a good way for the audience to learn about what the virus is without it being overly explained or, like, explained yeah, in a like cliche way by characters. Where, like, a scientist character kind of, like, goes through it for three minutes. Yeah, I agree. I think this was a really good way of, like, setting that up. Yeah. I like, and, uh, so, go on. No, yeah, I was just saying, they do, and it just, like, to make it clear... It's like the the virus itself is the cordyceps fungi, fungus, um, which I don't think they'll they probably won't say it explicitly because um, they don't really talk about it much, like in the game, except for maybe in the very beginning. Um, but yeah, just for like future reference, it is the cordyceps fungus. I, re- I really like that setup scene one because that was like the comedic relief guy from the Mummy movies. Oh, was it remember really? the Brennan Fraser? Yeah, it's like the really Fraser, right. I don't, I don't, I don't remember. In a long time. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, but uh, I, I like this idea, which it felt like a kind of recurring theme throughout the whole prologue section of the episode, um, of just like, like I, I like the idea of him sort of presenting this like this theory on on live television, and everyone just kind of looking at him like, Ugh, like this yeah. guy talking about, and it's just like this this whole um, idea throughout is it seems like. Um, as news is sort of coming up across the world, it's like it's it, like they're kind of just like ignoring it until it's like right on their doorstep. And uh, yeah, I, I like that. Yeah, yeah, totally. And it gets on the doorstep real quick once that starts to break out. Literally. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's uh, yeah. The the that also takes like a big note from the game. So like, we can get into like with the. That how how it all when we get to the present day ish um, with 2003 and the game is 2013. Um, mm. I thought it was funny that like they chose 2003. I guess they just wanted the 20 year time jump to end up in yeah, 2023. So Pedro um, just looks like much much older. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, like we start off in the daytime, which is not what happens in the game. The game starts a bit later, which we can get to. Um, but, uh, we're introduced to Sarah, Joel's daughter, um, and we see their whole, their kind of daily routine for Joel's birthday, just making breakfast, um, doing their thing, introduced to Tommy. Yeah. Yeah. 
no, I mean, like, it's it's tough. That was a tough day for Joel. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> tough day to turn 36. But, I like the sort of character moments they had, just like sort of like back and forth interactions. I, I, I thought were really well done, made it made it seem authentic. I mean, I, I don't know. It, it from what I've been reading on social media, it seems like the the death of the daughter is like a big emotional scene, and it, it seemed like uh, they they added to it. it. Seems by adding these these moments, or yeah, I mean, I was really surprised when they started so early in this prologue because um, it's really short in the game. And, I mean, it's really emotional. It's basically, I mean, yeah, from the once it turns nighttime, it's pretty much all the same of what you saw in the mm. show. And it's still, it's like, it's really gut-wrenching like it is in the show. Um, but yeah, this exposition in the beginning was definitely important to uh, bring more, uh, I don't know, more emotion towards Sarah. Um, mm. Even though they did it really well in the game with just like a couple cutscenes, basically. But yeah, what did you guys think of like the, the date, the, the full day progression and like slowly getting introduced to the virus. I want to let Sean speak here, but just first, I just want to specify that I have not played the game, and Sean, you have also not played the game. No, I but have Sam, not. Sam has. Yeah. Okay. He's yes. our resident so, expert on the game. I am the expert. <laughs> I'm glad, I'm, glad uh, I'm not the only one who hasn't. I certainly will if I enjoy this, but um, glad yeah. we have someone who, who has. Yeah, going yes. back to um, Sam's question, I think there were just a lot of really, really smart creative decisions on showing the progression of the day. Like the news about the infection is like constantly in the background in every single scene. One thing that they did was really smart was when she was getting the watch repaired, when the two shop owners like aren't are speaking in Farsi, there's no subtitles. So we, the audience, like don't know what they're talking about. And then I think my favorite scene is when she's at the neighbor's house and you see the grandmother in the background her face is like twitching yeah. and contorting and i kept <laughs> oh thinking my god she was gonna attack and she didn't fight. yeah a lot of like small stuff like that, that yeah that was really so creepy. creepy oh my god it's so crazy. i was like waiting that's no yeah it reminds me of that scene reminds me of that scene in it chapter two when um the old woman like pennywise is the old woman and she's like dan like dancing between like a doorway while like uh, or like going back and forth through the doorway while Jessica Chastain's character is like looking at a photo and it's like just like the out of focus old woman like losing their mind is just like a really creepy shot I kept expecting a jump scare the next scene but uh, I, I <laughs> just like heard it just like pop out start attacking them or something yeah. um, go so, on so something I was unsure of is this like the people that initially catch this like disease is it like spread through the air does it ever really say are we supposed to know or like yeah so i'm sure they'll probably show it in the next episode at some point um but the the virus can spread through the air through spores um but primarily it's passed on through like uh human to human contact typically like scratching or biting um and so yeah you saw you saw some of that right in the in the beginning there um and so how the woman old woman gets it is probably through the air like there was probably someone who is sick with the virus like because they mentioned uh joel when he's talking to sarah like when he picks her up at night they're talking they're in the car and they're driving they're talking about like 
oh yeah, people are getting in the city. Um, and then there, she was saying like, oh, well the neighbors like went to the hospital. So that's probably how they got it. And so it would make sense if like someone has the virus in the hospital and then it just kind of spread through the air that way, which is possible. But um, yeah, it could be either or. So we get to this, uh, let's jump into the scene where it all kind of kicks off. Cause I mean, the, the, daughter is just asleep in bed and kind of wakes up to this this noise going on outside and i don't know about you guys but this is like i I, this is something i've thought about quite a quite a bit just like the idea of like going to sleep and just like waking up to like just some like cataclysmic disaster so i do want to like i want to i want to get into our like zombie apocalypse survival methods towards the end but um i mean just a crazy setting and them just like getting outside and just like the traffic jam on the highway and just people everywhere just scurrying around trying to trying to make do i mean i yeah. I, I love the uh just the framing of it all and i, I love yeah. the uh, the shots from the car kind of felt like just traveling around in a video game you know <laughs> that's exactly what it was in the game too cuz i mean yeah. yeah once it hits nighttime that's exactly where the game kicks off basically when joel arrives home and sarah has the gift with the watch that whole interaction is very similar to the dialogue in the game. Like they make the drug dealing joke. Um, they, they watch a movie and she falls asleep and she wakes up uh, to like, uh, to very like to strange things going on outside. Something they did really different though. And they made it a lot more suspenseful was that she left the house and went to the neighbor's house, which did not happen in the game. Yeah. In the I, game. I like that addition. Yeah. In the game. Uh, basically the male neighbor like you don't really know anything about the neighbors in the game they're just people and the male neighbor like busts into the house and like through the glass window um or it was through the glass sliding door like in the back and joel like shoots him in the head um like right in front of sarah and then they like go on and with tommy and basically do that whole uh driving scene but yeah it was funny i actually didn't really like the camera work a lot in in the episode i mean it didn't bother me too much but you're totally right charlie like that's it 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 was really like a video game and that's exactly how it was like turning back and forth like you're like moving the right stick on a controller (laughs) exactly i noticed that and i wasn't sure if it was just like the actual way they shot it or just like the subconscious thought that this is like a tv show based on the game we'll get into it more later there were just like a few scenes where i was like this is like it's weird just take control right there yeah it's just there's i i'll just skip ahead just a tiny bit but the scene where he's like exchanging drugs with like the the guard guy just like totally felt like an NPC interaction. Yeah, you could go game. up to him, yeah. press Y, and then that would play out. I agree with that. He just sort of like yeah. walks away at the end with you standing still, and then all of a sudden, like you take over the controller again. Yeah. No, totally. Yeah. I was super surprised about was I feel usually in these zombie movies, killing the civilians seems like a last resort kind of thing. Like there was maybe thirty minutes, or probably less, between them getting in the car and missiles just like flying into the city and the military like killing every person in it which was like really surprising to me but i like the way they did that well even yeah, Joel so... was like it seemed like they like ran over one of their neighbors on the way out that was not infected oh I no thought, so that guy was an infected person it was it was the guy from the house with the old woman like yeah. she had like bitten them also the effects on the show have been really good too like the woman it was weird how they shot it. It was I like really she had like liked, some like yeah, things like coming out of her mouth. There was like a tongue coming. Yes. Out. I really liked the zombie oh, that design so of creepy. that. 
That was cool. Yes, and that's that is very different from the art style of the game for when the when the like infected are at that stage. Like later points, like it seems like based on the trailers, like the art uh, or the design is going to be similar to how they are in the game. But at least in the early setting, or when the infection is just setting in, like that was a very different take, and it was really creepy. Sarah seems like a really responsible kid. Like she walks into that room and just sees like the guy like with like a like a trail of blood leading up to him and she just kind of like goes to check on him like i would have been gone man i know i, I, I mean i would never have walked into that house that was yeah just no like, of course oh my god it's so creepy and yeah this the actress for sarah is really good and also fun yeah, fact, I really liked she's, her. she's tandy newton's daughter which oh, really? i like yeah and it was really funny because i was watching and i was like damn like she kind of looks familiar and because like, i, I kind of had the thought that it was that she was because she reminded me of tandy newton and I mean, they don't look like exactly alike, but they have very similar like facial features um, and like her cheeks and shit. And I'm just like, oh, my God, like, it's, it's like funny that they with uh, the White Lotus, like the HBO, HBO really seems to stick with their people. <laughs> I know, totally. But yeah, she, she did a really great job with Sarah. But awesome. um, yeah. But so, yeah, when they're driving, I, there was a couple things I wanted to note from that were just like they did. They took a lot of things just directly from the game. And I thought it was really good because, you know, that's what they should do. But, um, like, the burning farm was the exact same. Like, the, the even the shot. I mean, it's actually on the... I think it's on the opposite side of the road in the game. But just, like, the, with the camera panning to the farm. I think, actually, you might have control a camera at that point. But either way, it's, like, the exact same. When they pass the family on the road, too, and Tommy's like, they have a kid. And Joel's like, it's okay, someone else come along. That's, like, the exact same dialogue. And it's all really good with setting up the character development for Joel um, and Tommy too, because um, they're both pretty. They're, I, I mean, I think they did a good job trying to set up Joel as a bit of an antihero with some of the some of his attitude mm. in the like beginning and passing yeah. on. Exactly. Yeah, and I guess yeah, we'll we'll see how his character plays out in the rest of the of the season. But yeah, and then Sean, you mentioned something about the missiles. But yeah, so like it was crazy what happened in the town, like in the downtown part of wherever they were, where like everyone is all frantically running around. Because um, that was like a plane that crashed. Because you saw those planes taking off. The plane um, crash was insane. And I was just like, I could not believe I, that that did not happen to the game. What happens in the game is just that, like, there's like a, a fire truck crashes into something. Or if I think it might already be there by the time they get there, and then there's just like another car crash. The scene where, or it's not a scene, but the moment where the car almost hits Joel and Tommy and Sarah's car, that actually is a car crash in the game, and it's what causes them to like wake up later, not a plane crashing. But the plane okay. crash is just wild. <laughs> so that was a good addition. Yes, I bet it was a United Airlines flight. <laughs> it probably was. It probably. Was. <laughs> Watch on. I think they needed to use that that HBO budget somehow. I guess. Yeah. Exactly. Quick interjection there. I, I okay. Not the best HBO intro, or maybe I'm just getting. I don't know. No, I. They have a really high standard for their intros. I agree with you. With like, White Lotus, Succession, not, House of Dragons. It's not the catchiest so. theme, and no. Yeah, the I, theme is directly the taken visuals from the game. In. Um, yeah, that's that's the game's like opening theme, which I appreciated. I mean, I didn't really care for the gotcha. visuals in the opening. I think it's, I actually, it, it was it was fine, but I, I, I like the, the music. 
but uh, yeah, yeah. No. But yeah, um, I appreciate that they're sticking to. They're, they're doing a really good job. Like this whole episode, they've done a really good job, like sticking to the game story. They're not like doing anything crazy, um, and they had and the additions they've made have been pretty, pretty sweet. Um, but yeah, like so, I guess we're we leave off with them. Tommy gets separated from Joel in a similar similar ish way to let's how talk, it happens in the game. Let's talk but, about that first little zombie interaction because they kind of yeah. he's carrying Sarah around and they sort of stumble on the zombies feeding and uh, he sort he starts to like run away from them. One of the people I was watching with immediately asked like, "Are they fast?" <laughs> like like they were they were quite fast and yeah. like. No I, steering control. I just though. like fast zombies <laughs> yeah. so much more. They just present like so much more of a threat than like the Walking Dead types. It was so, funny yeah, like totally. watching that zombie just kind of like ramming into yeah. things, just like running like full speed. Just like I, I loved like just thinking there, like just imagine that being your job as like a stuntman. Just like you, you need to just run like really fast and like jump into this like shelf real quick, and then like just absolutely no steering control. No, yeah, that was don't have that was good. Permeance yet? That's something they're still getting. Yeah, so they develop? They're struggling, in, they're struggling that do you, department. I don't know if uh, they, they have, like, they, schools, but... <laughs> maybe that's... No zombie education time. class. <laughs> no, yeah, that, I think it's, it was actually really representative of how uh, the infected are in the game. Because, yeah, they... In that early stage, then they're mostly human. Um, and they're just, like, just being taken over. Um, they are kind of, like, fast and out of control. Um... And slowly, like, their bodies start to degenerate. And you kind of saw later in the episode with that body that was, like, stuck to the wall and all, and the fungus had kind of, like, taken over the full body. That was, like, the... Like, that's, like, a possible fate or ending for uh, someone who's infected. There's, like, other kind of transformations that happen. But, yeah. Um, it, they, they did a really good job representing... Uh, that trajectory um, in the beginning there. So would you guys, it, it pretty much just ends with the uh, unfortunate Sarah killed by American soldier scene. Um, that was well executed as, as compared to the game. Yeah, I think so. I think it was really gut-wrenching. It was exa that's exactly how it happens in the game. The only difference is that he's not chased by um, an infected. Um, what happens is actually like Tommy holds the holds the door that Joel opens like it ends up being like a, a like a couple infected trying to get in and Tommy holds it back while they run off and then they encounter the uh the military guy um but yeah that's exactly how the death happens and it's so tragic and I think they did a really good job I mean they like they it's really emotional in the game and I think it's really emotional in the show and they they pulled it off really well did you guys yeah. like get that Got emotional reaction from it. It it definitely feels like one of those scenes where, like, just like I know if I ever rewatch the show, it's just like one of those moments in, in movies and TV where it's just like, man, like, I wish it could w wish would happen differently this time. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I really like like they. I think they like kind of the camera hovered over it just enough before cutting away as well. I think it was really well done as like an emotional uh, centerpiece to this episode. So let's jump Over. ahead now. Yeah. Twenty years. 20 yeah, twenty years, years later. Forward in Boston. In my yeah. <laughs> my initial thought here 
is just seeing this like walled off Boston city. I mean, with no expectations really for what this would be, I'd be like, could could be worse. I feel all things yeah. considered, yeah. <laughs> could be a lot worse. No, yeah. I was kind of imagining this to be like a like there aren't really any civilizations, and like occasionally you'll stumble on like six or seven guys in a house on their by themselves in the wilderness. But I, maybe that's what it's like outside the outside of Boston. Yeah, I think you'll get a better picture of what like the the wild is like essentially um, mm-hmm. outside of like these quarantine zones. Um, Cause yeah, and I think and I think that's why the twenty year jump is good because twenty years is a really long time to be and like, either like this, yeah, yeah, exactly. And it's like you'll have and it's like so places like this are that's a lot of time for a place like this to be established and for a lot of everything outside of it to have decayed to what an extreme level. Like in, in one of those zones, I like are, are people chilling? No, it didn't seem like it. They actually nope. did a really good job in this episode of setting up like the political and social framework. Like they had this entire list of like bylaws for like why they could hang people. They had people lining up to take like jobs. There's a whole economy there. So I think that was really good. It seemed just like the worst to live there though. Like well, yeah. like it's what really do you think the scene depressing. is like there for like a podcast host? I don't think it's good. Yeah, I know. I you know, think, that, that, uh, it's that one radio guy. It's that one radio guy. He's got a podcast like lives? every week. Maybe he's doing well. <laughs> he's struggling, man. He's struggling. You think? He's struggling like we are. Like, I feel like there's got to be some people there that are just like, I, all I right. I feel like, like people there would kind of think like, man, this guy contributes nothing to society. <laughs> and he would just not be getting enough food rations. Well, I mean, I feel like we, we've seen the perspective of like the, like the Joels who are like smuggling stuff. And then there's like people shoveling shit in the streets. But then... There's got to be like, it's got to be like the people that are well off somewhere that are just like. I I don't. You think there's an upper class in in the Boston quarantine zone? It didn't seem like it. No, it's really just is. the military. I think it's just the military. HBO and that's kind doesn't of want us to know about the, the the quarantine upper class, but they're there. <laughs> what do you think? Uh, what do you think's entertainment in this quarantine zone? What do people do on like a Friday night there? They probably listen to like a couple songs on the radio. And like read comic books out there. Yeah, man, dude, they they got they're, they're maintaining that green. They got the fertilizer. <laughs> they got everything. It's, it's way bigger than it looked. It's, <laughs> it's 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 just the framing of the of the shot. It makes it seem like it's like not that big of an area, but there's actually like way more going on. There's there's a bunch of like malls in the background. There's a full basketball league that plays there. Yeah, <laughs> people go quarantine zone to quarantine zone. Every team's got to scrap it together, <laughs> trying not to get infected. So are there? <laughs> they're like zombie hunters slash basketball players. <laughs> Wait, so That's like are the there other, are there other quarantine zones? It seemed like. Um, yeah, I think it's implied. They were saying his brother was in one, weren't they? When he was talking to the podcast slash radio host. So uh, his brother is is like. His brother, so Tommy left at some point. Yeah, and, and the guy he, said he was in like Nebraska or something, didn't he? Yeah, he well, he's no near way, a radio tower in Wyoming. In Wyoming, you don't think it's big enough? Wyoming, no, yeah, there's Wyoming's definitely yeah. Probably. You'll okay. see, we'll see like more of Tommy's story as the season progresses. But yeah, like I don't, he's not like in a in a military quarantine zone at that point. Um. Yeah, is that, yeah, like where he's at out in Wyoming, I think is like a more recluse yeah, part we, of. I guess we'll see the country. We'll see. But yeah, going back to 
the actual episode. I think like just the opening <laughs> the opening scene with um Joel, like they're unloading the bodies and then the person turns to him with like the younger body and says, I can't do this and he it shows like how kind of just dead inside he is that he's just can super easily take this child's body and like throw it in there be burned and they did yeah. like, a really good job of like kind of like setting him up like yeah that. that was super dark and and i really love these additions i love that they had the kid um who was you know positive for being infected they like the got rid of him process like yeah the testing, and then, like the sheet with like if you're like eight to twelve hours like in the head or yeah totally they do a really good job yeah they do a really good job of that exposition for the audience too like it's just like really easy to digest and like it's all like it's all like easy to pick up on like and so much like like, visual too like they don't just kind of have the person explaining everything like the camera just moves around the zone and you can just like kind of pick up on it through context clues yeah exactly and even just like that whole interaction with the kid of like like they scan him the the guy like just like shows that it's red they do do like a very unassuming like injection and but like as the audience like you know what's what's going on implicitly so i think that's really good at bringing everyone in and that's something that's not in the game at all like that whole interaction with the kid um neither of the I, i don't remember the body burning thing either i mean joel's definitely not doing any body burning in the in the game there might have been like a you might walk by some bodies being burned at one point I know you definitely walk by an execution in the game uh, in, like, the same, like, setting. Um, but, yeah, it's, like, uh, it's it's intense. Yeah, it does a really good job of showing just, like, man, like, it's been 20 years and it's still shitty. <laughs> like, you got, this Joel doing the drug deal was cool. Or something. Like, yeah. <laughs> Except for the basketball players. The basketball players probably got it good. <laughs> were really well off. Yeah. Um, so, okay, I, I like the setup between this, like, fireflies and government organization conflict. Surprised we, we didn't really get to see any uh, characters, like, from, like, the, the 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 ruling class in this episode. It was all sort of, like, the, the rebellion perspective. Are these yeah, characters I that think... we'll get introduced to, or are they kind of... So, just... yeah, I think that the, uh, the main thing with this story is it's not, yeah, it doesn't really get into... Uh, class very much and I doubt it will in the show um, like you don't really see pretty much society is like just devolved into like you have military enforcement of these quarantine zones and then you have the outside world which is just like the wild west like everywhere and all of, like the things that pop up from that uh, dynamic so they don't do really do any there's not like politics that you see. There's nothing fancy like that at all. Really, it's not just fancy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Really, these yeah, guys are just... just NPCs that Joel's gonna have to like fight eventually, or, or once in a while, just run into them and take a few. Yeah, out. yeah. And I think like like in this beginning, we will get. This is the biggest taste of uh, military that we'll get um, for the most part. I mean, who knows? It depends on where they go. For the story, how much more time they spend in certain areas, but um, the main crux of the story is definitely going to focus on uh, the fireflies and this transport uh, that Joel and Tess are undergoing with Ellie. Yeah, going right. back 
to Ellie. I thought they did a really good job introducing her character as well, like doing the countdown, giving them the finger, uh, showing she has like kind of an attitude and uh, is like rebellious in nature. And I liked uh, her interactions with Joel, like trying to break the code and everything. So I think they did a good job, like setting that dynamic too in a pretty short amount of time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. I really like Bella Ramsey's uh, approach to Ellie. I really like, uh, I think she fits the character really well. And I think, yeah, like the being the, her being locked up, that's not how you're introduced. You're introduced to her basically later. I mean, you're at the, at the point where uh, Joel uh, and uh, is like taking a nap on that couch, um, like right before that in the game is when you're pretty much introduced to Ellie and you don't kind of see her like locked up or whatever. And I thought, them adding that and having her locked up and kind of slowly realizing like that she's going to be an important character is um, a really good way to introduce her. And yeah, like you said, like it definitely covers her primary characteristics as this like uh, this angsty teen that's like very pissed off. And you know, are going to get that pretty much the whole season. I like uh, the show. I, I, kind of feel the same way whenever i'd watch the mandalorian is that it definitely like it feels like a like a video game show in the sense of like it's like like whenever like when they take that guy out at the end i'm like thinking like oh like you gotta like you gotta pick up that gun you gotta like get that upgrade like yeah (laughs) make sure you loot that guy like i i love that ass i'm like i'm gonna be very thrilled to uh as the season progresses like just like make sure like he's picking up like every gun and every like ammo box he can find that's like another uh, thing i'm interested about in the show because i feel like in these types of video games like last of us and uncharted just to like the nature of gameplay you'll have scenes where a main character who's a normal guy will just like fight like 15 people and shoot another 20 so i'm assuming like the action will be a little bit more grounded in this and i'm excited to see how they like approach that there was some discussion about that at one point about them like toning down the action compared to the game and people were like shocked by that as if it was like an insult to it but i just like i mean no, like, it, like it that'd be sense. kind of absurd yeah, yeah just <laughs> like, that like, makes complete sense to like me. you could easily just do an action scene where jewel maybe kills like three people like i feel if i was playing a video game and all the act like fights parts of the video game were like a minute long i would think i was getting ripped off but in a show it's perfectly fine yeah and they also, better yeah they better take it down quite a bit because yeah it's just like kind of annoying if like like every like every 12 minutes in the show it's just like like video game like fight music starts playing you gotta like watch it yeah. in the first person just like knock out like six guys no yeah totally um so i, I mean i guess i read that it's like a it's like a 12 hour game to complete some somewhere around there the part one at least um that would make sense yeah that that, that checks out i think i know there's like three hours of cutscenes um do we know how many episodes the show is is it like eight i don't know i was wondering that too i tried looking it up and i couldn't find anything about it I'm, I'm, my guess would be that it's 10 but i feel like that's a little too much time i IMDb feel like he has it listed at nine right now okay okay that would make sense because yeah i mean especially with an hour and a half already um although i will say where we leave off is like really early in the game still I mean, there's a lot that happens from this point on. So the fact that 
we're already yeah, through one episode. I think they could and they're... stretch things out, like just how they did with the prologue, was like adding a few more scenes of filler, like here and there. Definitely. Yeah, totally. And I mean, like, I there's. Kinda... Yeah. It kind of. It's similar to House of the Dragon in that sense, where it's just like you have this kind of like condensed story that is being adapted and like what that leaves the writer's room with is like the ability to like add these sort of character defining moments and and it's like while we while we well at least you you know the the ending of the story it's like there's still going to be those little like snippets for you that are like interesting and and i'll offer new perspective so so yeah and i'm really interested to see yeah totally yeah i'm really excited to see how they're doing because i think they're doing a great job and like um it seems like they're probably going to take, uh, they're probably going to, they're definitely going to be adding stuff for sure. Um, just cause I know that there's certain people who are cast as characters that are not in the game. Um, and I'm just like, yeah, I'm excited to see how that plays out. Um, I guess like we could talk about real quick, um, how, what you guys think of Pedro Pascal, um, as Joel, I think he's doing a really good job in this episode um i really liked him i really liked him too i don't really have like that same reference point as you because i haven't played the game but i think uh you could definitely he did a really good job of portraying like a very different but like the same character in the opening sequence and 20 years later uh i thought he i thought all the actors and actresses were really good in this i liked all of them he uh he looks great with some gray hair yeah i'm a fan of 56 year old He's he's a, he's like forty seven in real life, and he's okay. playing. I think fifty six because he was turning thirty six. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I, yeah, I definitely agree with all that. I think he's doing a great job. Yeah, and like you said, Sean, I think all the actors are doing really well. I really like Tessa's actress, um, and I'm really excited to see um, how there's how her story, how she plays that character through the story, because um, I think Tessa's a really good character. Um, and I also liked Marlene's actress too, who was the leader of the Fireflies. Um, and yeah, I I'm hope really we get a bit forward. more with her. I'm really looking forward to seeing Murray Bartlett. He was fantastic in The White Lotus season one. Um, oh, he's in oh, this? Yeah. <laughs> wait, who, wait, which character of The White Lotus is that? He was Armand. He was like the host. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Who is he in this he's show? Frank. Frank. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I think Frank's a new character. Um, yeah. So I'm very excited for that. Yeah. Because I uh, I saw. Yeah. I saw like the. It wasn't a trailer for the next episode, but it was like a trailer like for the, the whole ahead. series. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And and they and it it shows. Um, uh, what the what's the guy's name? Offerman. Nick Offerman, and Is who plays Bill? Oh. Okay. He plays Bill. Nick Offerman plays Bill, and yeah, and then he's with that guy. Frank, I didn't realize it was uh, Murray Bart. That's so funny. Um, just a funny little thing I just found on IMDb for Sean, and then we'll move on to uh, to our last couple discussion topics. But so apparently, Mister Adler was played by Brad Leland, who is Buddy Garrity in Friday Night Lights. I oh my god! Yeah, okay, I I can see that <laughs> now. It's and also also Nick Offerman is in it as well, which is so yeah, yeah. Those are the two like main cast members from what I can see that we haven't been introduced yet. Yeah, um, yeah. Okay, so I mean, let's just talk real quick about video game adaptations. Um, okay. Because I think I've expressed already on the show that I'm just 
I, I'm suck. eternally disappointed that The Witcher was made by Netflix instead of HBO, and really? now here we yeah, are with I've... HBO going out of video game adaptation. It's like already like the hype is there. It's getting critical acclaim. It's like well casted. It seems like people involved like are are loyal to the story that they're adapting. And I mean, who would have thought? Who would have thought HBO would would know? The recipe for success <laughs> yeah yeah no they're killing it and i think like they're just being a big production studio like they've got they've got like the the budget of like a, a blockbuster film that they could put into a tv show so they're definitely the most poised to yeah, take on this I kind of task for me like the fundamental issue with a lot of video game adaptations they just like try to completely like change the story and i don't think you need to do that at all like you can keep the same kind of core ethos of the story and just like obviously there's gameplay that won't be in it but you can basically like adapt the cutscenes of a lot of these games with changes and they'd be great and it makes me so mad because just in like the last two or three years you've had the halo show which was terrible you've had the uncharted movie you have the witcher and now it's like well probably due to the nature of hollywood like they won't try again at those properties for probably at least like you know six seven years and uh, I'm glad they're getting this one right so far, though. Assassin's yeah. Creed is set to be a show or something, I think. There was oh, my movie. God. There was the two Michael movies. I know there was a movie. I know there was a movie. one movie or two? I thought there was one. There's one. There okay. was Warcraft, which I don't know if that was good. I don't know if... Oh, my God. I forgot that that was a movie. <laughs> it seemed bad. I saw a clip of it on YouTube once. Yeah. No, but yeah, uh, they... Yeah, video games. I mean, it's like... It's a, it's long-standing, too. Like, Tomb Raider. Um... There was a Mario movie before the Mario movie that's about to come out. That looks good. Sonic. Um, yeah, Sonic Pokemon. Good. Detective Pikachu. The Poke- okay. They've had some okay ones. but uh, <laughs> Like, oh, well, yeah. That animated Pokemon movie. Pokemon are good. is also, like, rooted in, like, the TV shows as well as, like, a. That's true. They did. They announced yeah. a God of War series. I think also HBO. Really? Yeah, they did. So, War- oh, that's interesting. I think HBO. that could be really cool. But yeah. Yeah. It is, like, or really Hammer with a goldmine. That's another one. But it is like a gold mine of content for these like services because there's like similar to superheroes and like, you know, major franchises like Indiana Jones, Star Trek, like these things have a massive pre built audience. I think I saw The Last of Us one had sold like twenty three million copies worldwide. So hopefully yeah. this like starts a kind of shift in that and we see better shows from video games going forward. Yeah, there was kind of is... that mentality for a while that like video games are hard to adapt because they're not like set up in the, the same story type as like a like a like you know they're not they're not set up in the same story type like a tv show because you actually have to like play out through scenes and make decisions and all that but i mean i think it's like like i said before it's kind of like you, you kind of go got to go with like the house of the dragon strategy where you like condense like the general storyline and then replace those like action scenes with those like smaller character moments and i think that yeah totally that's the recipe and- we just saw it. <laughs> yeah, and Naughty Dog's games are good uh, places to start with that uh, kind of progression, especially The Last of Us. I think of any game that I've played, like The Last of Us is easily the easiest one to turn into a TV show because even the action sequences can be translated pretty well, even if they're just like toned down in terms of like the volume of them. Um, and then, even though, I mean, like, yeah, Naughty Dog, so Uncharted sucked, the movie, 
um, mainly because they terrible casting, like tried to such a bad casting, but go on. Yeah, no, definitely bad casting. Um, and just like they tried to like they overemphasized the action scenes, like the uh, like a lot of it was supposed to be an action movie, so I get it, but they're pretty much just they, the the story was all screwed up and whatever. So they didn't they didn't stick to any of that from like they kind of just like merged in a bunch of different elements from a couple like three of the games basically, and then they just like took some set pieces from the the games as well as like the big action moments and that was the movie. So yeah, at least now with a, another Naughty Dog property with The Last of Us, they're they're taking a much well they so the HBO's doing it. They're taking a much better. Uh, spin at it than uh, the Sony film studio did with the Uncharted movie. Let's, um, last little discussion topic, just, uh, and then we'll, we'll call it, but, um, zombie shows. Because, I mean, it seems like The Walking Dead was such a major thing back when it started and for, like, those first few years. And, uh, I, I never watched it then, and I, I kind of had always felt like I missed my, missed my window to really get into it. But I mean, as that ended in the fall, it's like now we're we're jumping in to what kind of seems like it could be like the uh, the cultural replacement for that, and I think that that's exciting to me to just have like this um, this uh, sort of story topic that that seem it's it seems it's like a story topic that I think like sparks a lot of discussion and good discussion in a way. You know what I mean? Yeah, so definitely. I'm glad, I'm glad to have another one and. Uh, and uh, I'm glad to, to be here at the start of it. Yeah, yeah. I think it, it hits like a source of anxiety for a lot of people, like the theater, it's just something like this happening one day. And it's also a great just discussion topic. Of it's like, just, what would it's you do? fun, who but it's also, it has like a It's both, yeah, metaphor. it's both at all. Yeah, everyone can have their fantasy of how they think they'll fare in this kind of situation. And I think The Last of Us will be especially more entertaining than The Walking Dead. Just because The Walking Dead is kind of The Walking Dead was really good at some points, and then it like fell it off had big some time. Good early seasons. Yeah, but um, just the the nature of the zombies in that show is just a lot less interesting than what it is in The Last of Us, and the world of The Last of Us is a lot more interesting too. Um, just with like the dynamics between people who aren't. I mean, in The Walking Dead, it's like you die and you just become a zombie for who knows why, and that's just like the state of the world. Whereas in The Last of Us, it's a very direct form of infection. The zombies have like different phases of their uh, evolution, basically, and um, it makes for more interesting. That's what creates like you know interesting settings like a quarantine zone and like just the insane landscape outside of the quarantine zones, where you have you know small communities or just like a handful of people like trying to survive with you know swaths of infected you know at different places that are just completely unknown so it'll be really interesting to see how people react to the world of the last of us i'm really looking forward to it um oh well one one last last thing uh i just if we want to briefly very quickly go over our sort of like zombie survival strategies and i want to see how these develop as the, as, the, as the season goes on and at the at the end of the last episode we're going to recap these and then see how they've evolved so what do you guys got am, am i just giving like one tip or, or a few things it's like like a like a you have like a, have you thought about this before 
I have I have thought about this. <laughs> you, okay. You've got to find it. I don't really have one, so I'm gonna kind of come up with those. Okay. I go along. I'll give For you guys me, a second first. I would go pretty decently far north. Zombies do not feel yes. like they do well in the cold. They'd like be slipping on ice. I don't know. I don't know if they could handle that. <laughs> These kind of zombies. So it's actually two. I would either go north, and I think I would go near water. Like I don't think zombies could swim, and they couldn't. They they they're not multitaskers. They can't like come at me and swim at the same time it'd be too much for them so i think somewhere near a body of water not like a non-covered area like a beach where i could see everything around me and then maybe i would just fish and i would chill like that be a fisherman yeah that's a good strategy yeah i'm definitely going north too why like that's like the prime strategy is like get into a cold place where you can have you could find a way to keep warm Definitely avoiding like the military shit at all costs. Like just thinking of the of the Last of Us like universe, uh, I would stay the fuck away from like those quarantine zones. Just because like I feel like once you're in, you're trapped. Um, so would definitely uh, try and venture north and find some sort of solace in a in a group that's like functioning. What, what are right. you thinking? Wait, what, what's what's your what's your strat? I don't. Yeah, coming give, up with give, uh, give, all these questions. One thing, like one, not even a strategy, think, just one thing that's important to you. So I think that, especially if I was in a situation like Joel's, where my like one daughter died, and I don't really have like that much of a family left. I don't know. It's like not not a whole lot. Like I don't think I'd be like down for just like shoveling shit in a city for the rest of my life. Like I feel like I'd I'd want to like. Like, I want to rally up some guys that have, like, sets of skills and, like, just take them for, like, a big, like, like, COD Zombies run where we just, like, go see how many, like, kills we can rack up before we go down type of thing. That's pretty sick. I don't know. Yeah, and I, I, yeah, you know? I like that. Just get, get some, I, I think as, like, a person, I like to, like, acquire friends that have those kind of skills so that, like, when this time comes, like, I could just be like, yo, hop, hop in, like, it's time, and then we go. Yeah, that's pretty sick. I would also maybe, if I had to be in a quarantine zone, though, I would definitely love to be, like, doing some Firefly shit. That would be cool. Starting, like, a bit of a... Starting a <laughs> Uprising. No, that... Yeah. Those police that officers, sick. man. They, that's awesome. Yeah. That's my suck. plan B. I'm with you on that. When, yeah, when the that time comes, I'll see you out there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Disruptors, as they were in, in glass on it. <laughs> yeah, it's disruptors. Oh, my God. Okay. Uh, Let's call it there. Great. Thanks,